You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> hey friends, Michael McIntyre here. Listen, just before this podcast, I wanted to make an announcement, let you know that we have a next level experience coming in December 2nd through the 4th right here in Dallas, Texas. I know a lot of y'all been asking about when the next one is, and there it is, December 2nd through the 4th. Look, just go to themichaelmcintyre.com and click on the link for next level experience and you can apply cost you nothing at the end if you want to bless us paying it forward you're welcome to it's an intensive it's three days it's not a conference each day builds on the next day so it starts at friday december 2nd at 2 30 and goes to about 9 30 p.m saturday morning 8 a.m to about 9 30 p.m saturday night and then sunday 8 a.m to about 9 30 p.m that night it's intensive it's transformative it's It's Holy Spirit-filled. It's to take your life to the next level. It's for those people whose lives are working. You might be in between jobs, in between relationships, but you want to go to the next level. You have a burning desire to. So check it out at themichaelmcintyre.com. That's the next level experience, December 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Apply now. Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Welcome, everybody. Michael McIntyre, the most humblest host here on the Next Level Podcast. Man, we're so glad you're here today. Whether you're out there jogging on a treadmill, driving in a car, maybe uh, smoking a cigar. Come on, man. Come on, women. All right, so whatever you're doing out there, just buckle up, baby. We're on another coaching gig right here with my man, Cole Oilers. And Cole, you are next level, baby. I'm so proud of you submitting to this coaching process. And, you know, one of the things, uh, first of all, say hi, Cole. Say hi to everybody. Hello, everyone. This is Cole Ollers. Yeah, man. And where are you from, I am next level. Yeah, baby. Where are you from? (laughs) Uh, So I'm originally from Minnesota, but one year and two weeks ago, I moved to Dallas, Texas. Come on, man. I'm so so glad you're here. And so one of the things uh, that we've been doing here, uh, I know that many of you listen to Sheila's podcast, Coaching Deal, and we wanted to introduce to to a little bit, give you a little bit of a uh, a, a speck of what we do in coaching. And I think that's real important, uh, especially in our, in our tribe and our Christianity, because Stacey and I, we, we base everything off of John 10, 10, right? The enemy came to kill, steal, and destroy, but Jesus came to give us life abundantly. And what is life? It entails relationships, spiritual, physical, and of course, financial. And so what we do, and when we coach people, we coach them in that holistic approach, right? And we take a deep dive. We usually run about 90 days. So if this interests you, just go to our website at themichaelmcintyre.com and, and check it out. We can have a consult, free consult. But we've got Cole here. Cole is an amazing young man, and I'm excited to dive into this. And we'll do a we'll do like a 35, 45-minute coaching call here with Cole. And uh you know, we have we we just started talking here just before this. And uh I know that you did next level experience. When did you do, go through NLE, Cole? The June of 2022, so right, a few months right. ago. That's awesome. And so, uh, how was it for you? Um, really good. Uh, so I'd got uh, gotten referred from a number of friends uh, that I was supposed to do it. You know, and God's been doing some crazy things in my life, like the past like year. 
yeah. uh, so I essentially like I kind of got this feeling that I knew like what my breakthrough was going to be. Um, um, but the, the, there was obviously a lot that happened that I was not expecting um, to. <laughs> uh, into that. Is, which, the Holy Spirit rocks that way, you know? Um, yeah. Like, you know, and honestly, like since, since NLE, I mean, there's been, there's been a lot of fire. There's been a lot of like good stuff. Um, and there's been a lot of energy of uh, this. There's also been like a, just a lot of doors that have opened that have like confused me a lot of doors that have closed and I'm just you know I'm not like sure like I feel like I'm on the next level but I'm like still like finishing pulling myself up you know yeah and good. so yeah. it's good so uh yeah and I I get it you know and you know a lot of times what we tell people as you know is once you go to next level experience which is incredible it's intense it's transfer it's transformative but then you got to keep on working you got to keep going forward and step into that gap and that's what coaching comes in we do coaching of course we have leadership 300 and we've got other things too but uh this is where the coaching really comes in and look I know that not everybody can afford, you know, or or want to pay what Stacy and I charge for coaching. I get that. I do. That's why we have the SEAL Team Six as well that comes in. Uh, they're also really good. Stacy and I personally train them and pick handpick them and at a much lesser expensive rate. But at any rate, uh, so Cole, we're gonna go into you. We're gonna dive into you here for the next few minutes and and see what we can do because what we want to do is we want to move the needle. We want to help you get where you want to be. Our philosophy is we tell, you know, we, we show people, men and women, things they don't like to see, you know, blind spots. We tell people things they don't want to hear because they get, you know, they got their hands over their ears. They don't want to listen to anything. And uh, we also have them do things that they really don't want to do. We stretch them. We, we get them out of their comfort zone so they can become the men and women God meant them to be. And so, uh, you're a special young man here, decided to come in here and be coached uh, publicly, which is a rare thing. And uh, it's really pretty ballsy, bro. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I love it, man. I love it. I love it. And you, you've you got this really cool look to yourself, Cole. And so I'm sitting here looking at your, your, uh, your accomplishment letter and I understand you're 27 years old, right? Yeah. Okay. 27, 27. and not married, never been married. Never been married, not married, want and, to be married. Okay, so you're straight. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. Okay. Yep. Definitely. All right. <laughs> Got to check the box, bro. Got to check the box. All right. Yeah. So good. So so why aren't why don't you think you're married? I'm just curious. Um. Uh. Well, I think. Um. I think there's been a, there's been a lot of things in my life that I, that I didn't address prior to like being in, being in relationships. Uh, I think also I've really, um, I've really closed myself off a lot. Yeah. Uh, you know, I haven't, uh, like pursued much. Uh, and I think, I think a lot of that's out of fear, uh, fear of rejection. Um, yeah, yeah. I think insecurity, I think fear that like, I, I've got this, um, this like vision that I feel like when I get married, this is the way I want it to be. And so if it's got to be that way, then there's a different way that I have to be besides the coal that I am now. Um, like, you know, like when I get married, I don't want to be, you know, married for five years before I start having kids, you know, like I'm super excited to be a father, uh, you know, but, but I'm not in a place that I can provide for a wife. I'm not in a place I can provide for children yet. Uh, you know, I don't have my own house yet. Um, and so I, I feel like I maybe wrongly um, 
put this like position and all these qualifications that I have to meet. And so because I don't feel like I'm there, I don't really uh, date too much. I was just recently in a relationship, um, you know, and I left a relationship before I moved to Texas uh, in order to move here. Um, but since I've been here, I really haven't uh, ventured out too much. Okay. First of all, thank you for being so honest. And uh, I love your transparency, bro. It's good. You know, one of the good things about coaching is what you're, what you guys, what my audience is listening to, listeners and, and video watchers, what you're hearing is some platinum nuggets of transparency and vulnerability. And this is how work is done in coaching. This is when, when we can move the needle. That's what Jesus did. He got vulnerable with everybody, right? And so that's how he changed the world is being vulnerable. So what Cole just did is share transparency and authenticity. And he stepped into the light, which I love that, man. Bravo. All right. So I hear what you're saying. Now, I'm gonna, are you up for some coaching on this? Yeah. All right. So, all right. So, you know, you don't have a house. Guess what? I didn't have a house when I got married either. Okay. I had an apartment, right? And, uh, and you know, prior to the, and I, I got the apartment uh, just before we got married. Prior to that, I was like living with my brother and my cousin and, you know, it was like a, you know, cheap hostile frat house crap, you know? So, you know, and then I did, you know, Stacy said, okay, here's where I want to live. And we went and got an apartment, which was fine. All right. Number two, you know, I wasn't making that much money when I got married. I started making money after I got married. That's number two. A lot of us men, we want to be, we're going to be, you, there's no doubt in my mind, you're going to be a very wealthy provider. Okay. And what you have to do, in my opinion, you need to step into that place of trusting the Lord, trusting the process. You've got good stock. You come from good DNA. You love Jesus. You let, you're a Holy Spirit filled young man and you're a good looking guy. You got that little Nordic look on, you know, the Thor look. I mean, you've got this all working for you. What I would say to you is you need to see how many times you can hear no in, in one month because you're somebody's going to say yes. And they're going to go out. And I know you don't have any problem getting dates, but I know the other thing too is you want to get your money right. And, you know, I talked to a lot of young men. I talked to middle-aged men too, that they always are waiting to get their money right. And I get that. But also sometimes if you wait too long to wait for everything to get just right, you're going to be 45 years old before everything gets just right. And I'm when I so the analogy I like to use is if you're waiting for all the lights to be green before you go to the grocery store to buy some food, you're going to starve to death. Now, I know a little bit about your background. I know a little bit about what you're doing in business and you're stepping into this entrepreneurship, which is really cool. But I just want to let you know what's the worst thing that happened. And here, let's run this tape here. Let me ask you this, Cole, and I want you to think about this. Let's say you find the girl that you want to marry, okay? Uh, and just let me just say this to all these young men out here or any man that's listening. There is no perfect person, okay? None of them going to be exactly perfect the way you want them to look. It's not going to be 100% just the way you want it to act or, you know, their accent or what, you know, whatever. Look, you know, I, I'm a firm believer that we should marry believers, okay? Whether they come from the frozen chosen or the Pentecostal holy rollers, as long as they know that Jesus is their savior, okay, that's all you got to have, all right? So, and maybe some of you ladies need to hear that too. All right, so let me ask you this. Let's say you find this this, this woman that you're just head over heels about, you're infatuated. You like the way she looks, you're attracted. That's important, right? On both sides, we both, you know, and so 
you go out, you ask a few times, you go have great dates, the chemistry's right. And you say, you know what? I'm going to just do this. I'm going to get the, I'm going to go marry this girl. I'm going to go use my credit card and buy this ring. I'm going to spend 10 grand that I don't have. I'm going to buy this ring and I'm trusting in the Lord. What would happen if you did that? Um, well, we could get married and start off really great. And then, and then things don't get great. And maybe she wants a divorce. Ah, so, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and so what, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So if things don't go great, like what wouldn't go great? Tell me that. What would uh, cause her to want a divorce? Um, Mom, what what comes to your mind, Cole? What what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Um. Well, uh, like, what if I kind of like gave up like a great job trying to do this entrepreneur thing? Like, what if it like totally fails? Okay. And what if it does? Then what happens? Uh, we have financial struggles, and that's one of the leading reasons that couples get divorced. Right. In America. That's right. That's right. And so going into that, so what do you do before you go step into that? Say, hey, listen, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm trying to get this thing off the ground, but I love you. I want to marry you. Are you willing to come in here thick or thinner? Are you ready to come in thick or thick, thicker? And are you ready to do this with me? Because I need to know up front because it's going to be a wild ride. I'm ready to go for this roller coaster. Are you ready to get on? Uh, Cole, yes, you're so hot. I want to get on. That's great. Let's do this. Great. All right. So what are you going to do then? You're going to go out there and bust your ass and make it happen. So let's say you do a, a first class belly flop off the high dive. You know, I know how many I've done about six. I've been married 37 years, made hundreds of millions of dollars, have three da uh, beautiful daughters, three grandchildren. 14 successful businesses, four that really hit it out of the park. And Stacy and I have been broke twice. She never thought about divorcing me. You know why? Because she believed in me. So the point is, I want you to believe in yourself, Cole. Whether you have $10,000 in the bank or $1.95, I don't care. What I do care is that your heart is adjusted right for Jesus. Your heart is adjusted right for entrepreneurship. And the woman that you're going to marry has her heart adjusted for that as well. What is her risk tolerance? Does she come from wealth and they've never experienced any kind of issues? Okay, then there's you need to get that clear. You need to have clarity in this deal. Maybe she comes from poverty and she's in a lax spirit. You need to get clarity on that. Or maybe it's just right. Maybe she's got something in her. The reason I'm harping on this, Cole, because you're 27, man. And 27 is a great age. It's a really good age. I was married almost four years by the time I was 27. All right. And I want, I for whatever reason, Gen Zs are waiting for a long time to get married. And that's fine. But I just think, and in, in on this, because I think you, uh, I think God put us on this planet to have that to have that holy matrimony. And I know what Paul says. He says, listen, if you're not married, don't be married. That's fine. But I think you kind of want to be married. I think you kind of want to have women, a uh, woman, you want to have children and you want to have a legacy. And I love that. So, all right, just smoke that a little bit in the pipe. Okay. <laughs> I think, I think it's something I you don't have to have all your ducks in a row. That perfect time is not going to ever come around. It's just not. When I married Stacy, we went on our honeymoon. 
I spent every nickel I had on the honeymoon. When we come back from our honeymoon, I, I was I had zero money. I had like $142 in the bank, $142 in the bank. And I had uh, a debit at my insurance agency I was working at because I had some refunds. I owed like $9,000. And this is back in 1985 when nine grand meant something, right? So here's what I did. Okay. I had an American Express card and Stacy's dad gave Stacy the money to pay for the wedding pictures, which at the time were like $3,500 for the wedding pictures. You know what I did? We cashed that check and I put that, put the wedding pictures on my American Express card. And that's how we lived for the next two months off that $3,500. You know why? Because we got innovative. All right. So. Let's see, let's see you go out there and let's be engaged here in the next 90 days, Cole. Come on, <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> Look at him breaking out in flop sweats. <laughs> I'm just telling you, bro, you know, as an entrepreneur, and look, I love being married. Has it been easy? No. Uh, listen, it's not easy being, you know, in my marriage. It's not easy for, you know, Stacy being married to me. But that's just, but there's other things that are really work out. And she comes from that background of entrepreneurship and she gets the roller coaster ride. So, all right. I told you, you're going to start throwing up here in a little bit, Cole. <laughs> well, I got a question for you. Come so, on, bring it, son. Okay. So like, let's say I meet this girl, um, you know, and I'm like, look, things aren't perfect, but like, this is a girl I want to be with. Yeah. Right. And then, then, then she's like, yeah. Cole's not perfect, but like, yeah, I want to mirror you. Like, like it, it, that combined with, we both know Jesus is our savior. Is that enough? In my opinion? Yes. Now, you know, but what's going to take those is, is listen, that doesn't mean you just sit around on a couch and watch Netflix and, you know, game of Thrones 14 times, you got to get off your butt and go work. Right. Yeah. And that might require 12, 14, 16 hour days. It might require two jobs. It might require, you know, I mean, look, station, I, you know, I was on the road for the first five years of our marriage, six days a week. You know, and, uh, you know, it was not easy. It wasn't. But everybody has to pay their dues. Right. And so, you know, you've got to get out there and you got to bust it. And you got to, that's why you, and what, what was really beautiful about station and I is once we started making money, about our fifth year in marriage, you know, we started really making big money. We were making ten, fifteen thousand dollars a week back then, and we our biggest we got really on team together, and so we started saving money. And when, back in the day, you buy these certificates of deposits. So every week we'd buy a five thousand or ten thousand dollars certificate deposit until we were stacking cash in the hundreds of thousands. And we had a lot of fun doing that. We really did. We were a team on that. Then we had then we started having children, and that was even more fun, more expensive. And I worked even harder. You know, I mean, look, you've got natural gifts. You're brilliant. I think you're really good with programming, I think, uh, coding, I think, when you're, or, or something to do with software. Oh, software sales. Yeah. No, it's just more good with people. Like I can, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there's no reason why you're not making a deep six figure income by the time you're 30, in my opinion. Whether it's through this entrepreneurship deal you got going, there's going to be tons. There's, listen, right now you can put your resume out if you wanted to. And, and land a job deep six figures if you wanted to. And I know you want to get this entrepreneur thing going, uh, but which is great. And I think that the photography thing that you guys, the paparazzi deal that you guys are putting together is brilliant. 
but I think there's other there's other ways. And money is not the only thing, but it's part of the thing. It's a part of the financial. It's part of life abundant. Your relationship with the Lord is superior, and it needs to be first thing. Then it's then what is it that you want in this marriage, sister? What is it that, that here's what I want? That's why we go in to get some marriage counseling, which. You know, I'm, you know, I'm flip floppy about that. I think some of it's good. Some of it's not so good, but you find the right people to help you and speak truth to it. Uh, but you've got to have that chemistry. And so, yeah, I mean, you've got to talk to it. That is enough as long as you have that work ethic to go along with that and say, okay, you know, because Stacy and I, my mom and dad were married four times. Stacy's parents were married twice. And we decided before this, we were not going to get divorced. It just wasn't going to happen. And was it always easy? No. And I guess I'm talking about this so much because I think there's a lot of our listeners out there that who might have been divorced or maybe in their 30s or 40s and not married yet. There's still hope for you out there to get there. And I mean, there truly is. There's all kinds of ways to meet people nowadays. These dating apps are crazy. I mean, I don't know what would happen if I had that back in the day. I don't know, man. But uh, I think everybody's perfect timing is perfect timing. It's God's perfect timing. So Yes, I do believe that's enough, Cole. If you love Jesus, if you guys have, if you guys align on what your goals are in life and what it's going to look like and what you want, and these things will change over time, but that's when you kind of grow together instead of growing apart. Uh, and that's why it's called holy matrimony. Let's talk about your business. Did, did that help? Did that answer anything for you? Yeah, it did. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about your business. Now, you're right now you're doing KLS through Storehouse, which is really cool. I know Matthew's great. You guys are really doing a lot. Uh, and you talk about one of your question is, should I date? Should I focus on business? Yes, yes, yes. You can do both. Okay. You're 27. Okay. You know how many hours of sleep you need each night? You want to guess? Uh, four hours. You're spot on. <laughs> Look at you, man. You're batting a thousand, <laughs> you know, and then, and then finally, you know, you could do that for like three weeks and then, then, then have a night where you get seven hours. Okay. Come on. Listen, you know, you eat well. I don't think you're on drugs. You look good. You know, you eat well, you, you pray well, you know, you take care of your, you take care of your body. Yes. Your temple. Yes. You can concentrate on dating and you can concentrate on business. Okay. Unlike some people, you can walk and chew gum at the same time. What are those boundaries? The boundaries are, are they're intertwined. There really are. Your your dating is part of your business. You know, you share this is what you share at dating, what you share at dinner, what you share, you know, over a bottle of wine. You say, hey, this is what's going on in my life. What's going on in your life? Oh, you're starting a business too? Oh, here's what I'm doing. Oh, how's that working out? How's your career? This is what it is. You know, it's not always top golf, which nothing wrong with top golf, but you're, th there's no boundaries in this. Yeah. If you have to have a person say, hey, we're not going to talk about business tonight. Uh, what's the barbershop guy say next? <laughs> Listen, you know, people always say, you know, you know, you know, business and, and, and relationships, it's the same thing. Business is relationships. Relations are business. Look, you know, people get so hung up on these boundaries with this stuff. Now, you know, when, when you're dating somebody and, and I, you know, I wouldn't date anybody that you wouldn't marry. Yeah. People say, well, Mac, how do I know if I'm going to marry you? You know, they might sound great up front. Then all of a sudden I get on a date and they turn into, you know, bridezilla. You know, I get that, you know, uh, then you change, you know, you pivot, you know. All right. Uh, increase my income to get back on regular investing and 
uh, as I used to do. What what did you like to invest in before, Cole? Um, I bought a lot of stocks. Um, a lot about like individual stocks. I do a lot of like a lot of like a lot of like charting analysis. I did a lot of that. Uh, I did crypto currency, mainly Bitcoin and Ethereum. There was like a few altcoins that I would like go uh, go like kind of in and out, like not day trade, but like. Um, you know, go with general market fluctuations. Um, I invested in precious metals, but you know, I think like I, I, I think part of like where that is and where some of the stuff I put on the career section and some of the put on the finance uh, section is like is like when I moved to Dallas, uh, I was in the best financial spot that I was in. I had a great job. I was making six uh, figures. I was investing like regularly. I had my portfolio is the biggest it had ever been. And I sold it all to like start this business. Cause it was like, felt like God was okay, Cole, you've ignored everything I've said for your whole life. Like do, uh, do this one. And I was like, okay, God, I'll do it. And so I knew one individual in the state of uh, Texas who was J Jaron Matheson. He was the only person that believed in my business idea. Um, he was the only person that believed that I could do it. And so I was like, well, I've known him for a few months, but I'll go move across the country and live by this guy. Um, and so I like cleared out my 401k, my Roth IRA, I sold all my stocks. I moved down here. Um, I quit my job. Then God was like, sell your car. And I was like, okay, so I sold my car. So now I drive that thing. And like, <laughs> and it's like, and, and, and so now, okay, I went from having all this money, there being a good amount in my ch checking account, I had no debt to now I have like very little debt, but I have like no money in my checking account and I have no assets and I have not made a dollar in n n nine months. And the business, uh, is like trying to scale it and it's like not working well and it's like not growing and it's not bringing in, like we're not getting like user acquisition and I'm like trying things that seem to be successful, but then they're like not being fruitful. Like, and then there's these other doors opening and I'm like, okay, are these other doors opening because God wants me to go through those or, or am I supposed to like get a job again? Like, it doesn't make sense that the pop-up paparazzi door would be closing because it was like it was so recent and it was such a dramatic change in my life to like start to pursue it but it's but it's it's like really sh struggling hard like so now i've got to the point that i like in the next 90 days like can't pay my bills so right. now i'm trying to get a full-time job again okay like like and it's like well okay if i get a full-time job then i'm going to be spending less time on the business so like, where's the business going to go? If it's not going anywhere when I'm de devoting everything, then now when I have a full-time job, like, like how's the business going to grow? Yeah. And so like, I just don't know. Feels like I need a job now. I need to like start making money. I get it. All right. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. All right. When, before, when, when you before you moved on to Dallas and you sold all that, how much money are we talking about? Did you have over two hundred fifty thousand dollars? Oh no, no. How much did you Sorry. have? So I come a 
from a small town in Minnesota. And it was like 35,000. Okay. All right. So, all right. So here's what, here, that's, that gives me some reference on here, Cole. Yeah, and so, yeah. all right. All right. So what, what, how much money do you need to make? Uh, what's your monthly net? What's your burn rate? Uh, burn rate is $2,987. All right. This is a no brainer. Okay. Stop panicking. This is a no brainer. You can make five, $6,000 part time somewhere with your skill set. Okay. And you can work from home more than likely and do any, you know, there's people in Ireland that would hire you in a minute and, and you don't have to move there. You, do you get this? Yeah. Okay. So you've got, you, you know, you've got the software skills. Yeah. And how to do this and, and put this stuff together. What would you say your number one skill set is? Um, well, 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 everything I've done is like software sales. Like, so I did like enterprise software sales. But so you, under, like so software. you understand software? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. I don't do like the technical like work. Though. I'm not like a software engineer. No, I get that. I understand that. So, do you think companies are looking for software salespeople? Yeah. Okay. And what is yeah, it? Yeah, I had a final round interview yesterday at a company. So All right. I'll know by Thursday if I get that one. All right. And what's a job pay? Uh, like, like, uh, two hundred thousand a year. All right. And so, is it? Uh, would can you work any, from anywhere, or what kind of gig is it? Uh, they have a corporate office that's a block away from my apartment. All right. So you can do this. And is it, does it require travel? No. All right. Maybe maybe like two three times a, a, a quarter. Okay, so you know you're 27, four hours of sleep. You can work this job. You can still do your pop up paparazzi deal. Uh, I I I don't. I think you're trying to borrow some trouble that doesn't exist. Hmm. And so what you, what what happens a lot of times with people that get into this, and I know, I mean, uh, you know, I you know. You're 27 years old. You've got all these things. You've you've been through some metamorphosis here, coming to Dallas, out of your comfort zone. What I love, though, two things that I love. You know how to make money. You've made money before. You're going to make money again. That's number one. You've got the Joseph spirit on you. You're going to make money again. You might have been in a pit, but that's coming out of it. Number two, okay, you trust God. Okay, that's a big thing. All right, that might even be number one. Number number three is stop thinking so much and just do. What Maverick say? Stop thinking, just do. So just step into this place. Go get this job, okay? You can still work on your uh, pop-up Parazzi deal and whatever you got to do on, you know, run ads, FaceTime, whatever it is, Instagram, promotion, go to these conferences, whatever it is, I, and you can still do this. You don't have, you know, there, there's people out there. In fact, Stacy and I were just talking to my youngest daughter yesterday and uh, her boyfriend's getting his real estate license. And so he's taking classes. He works all day and takes classes for four hours at night. It's a baller, right? And I said, well, I remember my dad, okay, my dad back in the day, he was going to, he was, he had, he had uh, two children and real young. And my brother, my older brother and myself were real young, married. And he was working a full-time job during the day. And then he was going at night to get his bachelor's degree from the University of Michigan. He did that for three years. Okay. And this is back before they had the internet. You've got all this brilliant technology. Listen, as an entrepreneur, you know, you've got everything at your disposal here, Cole. The only thing that you, you the only thing that you're not clear on is being clear. And I'm just trying to coach you in this deal. And so let's, let's get clear. Let's, 
let's stop borrowing trouble. Let's take the enemy off the page. Go get this new job. If this new job doesn't give you the job, then find one that does. Still do the pop-up priority, pop-up deal, because I think it's a brilliant idea. And you can make money, have pay bills, and go have a date. But they need to know when you come in, if you find this woman, which I think you will, really easy, okay? If you get, don't put any pressure on you just because you're living in your mom's basement or wherever you're living at. I don't know where you're living at, but- and I got uh, my just, own apartment. It's okay, nice you home. got your own apartment. See, look at you. I mean, you're a man of town, man. I mean, you're just like, you're like James Bond. Come on, compared to some of these other Gen Z guys. <laughs> Listen, you are I don't really... have a car, but I got a nice two-story apartment with a great view. Well, we're going to get, you're going to have a car here within 60 days. You're going to go get a car. Go get a Tesla, man. You can do it. You look like a Tesla kind of guy. So look, the point I'm making here is stop tripping over midgets. Okay. Get out here and put your focus out here on your prize. You you should have You should have a prize. Number one is this you know uh on on your mirror on your uh on your phone uh marriage and maybe put some uh, uh biblical scriptures on marriage okay personally i like the holy matrimony and it's 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 bringing together two people because when two people come together under god it's powerful bro it really is it's powerful second thing is is you need to get this uh, business and and look at what how where do you want this business to be your entrepreneurship to be here in the next ninety days what do you want in that business and by when and so you got to put this out there the third thing is is get a picture of a car that you really want yeah and let's let's go get you a car fourth thing is to start saying these positive affirmations over yourself I deserve to be prosperous. One, I have great worth just being myself. Two, I'm gonna God's gonna bring a godly woman into my life so I can fall in love and she falls in love with me and we can build this legacy together in kingdom business. Four, okay, you see what I'm saying? And you plaster these things because we need to see things. We need to say things. So you plaster these things on your mirror, on your car visor, whatever it is on your phone. You maybe have, you know, recordings going on. Have some worship music behind it and start saying these things. And just not just say them in your mind, in your in your in your inner voice. Say them out loud. You know, the Bible, James teaches us to say Jesus. You know, when we say Jesus, the enemy trembles. Because there's power in his name. There's also power in bringing, that's why, you know, Paul says to capture all thoughts. That's why I want you to get this positive thinking inside you, man, to where you can go out there. Listen, you've got all the ingredients, bro. You've got all the ingredients. You've got them all. All you need to do is put them in a pan, okay? Mix them up a little bit. Fire that freaking oven up to 350 degrees, slap it in there and bake that cake for the next 35, 40 minutes. And you're going to come out of this thing smelling like a rose and you're going to have everything you want. But you've got this stinking thinking going on behind behind here telling you why you can't and what you can't. Well, that's straight from the pit of hell. All right. What are your takeaway points here, Cole? Come on. Come on. Stop, stop thinking. I deserve to be prosperous. God is going to bring a godly woman into my life. Yes. I, I am focusing on business and marriage. Yes. Uh, I need to be specific. Yes. And have dates. Yes. And I need to get a car. Yes. Do I just get it, a car I want? Like, yes, get a car that you want. What color do you like? Hey, listen, we worship a perfect God, right? Yes. Yeah. It's perfect. Okay. We, we aren't. 
but we can operate in excellence. And we also work with the God of order. So you need to order your perfect, your, 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 ask the Lord exactly what you want, right? The Bible says, you know, uh, your father, even a good father, if you ask for, you know, a loaf of bread, he's not going to give you a stick, right? Or whatever that, you know what I'm saying? So ask your father for what you want. Here's the other thing is get a J-O-B that pays you some money right now so you can get out of this ditch and have some money in your pocket. It's, a, you know, money's not everything, but it feels a lot better when you got your bills paid and you got a couple thousand dollars in the bank. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. It does. That's... Okay. Food tastes better. Everything tastes a little bit better. You get to get up in the morning. You know, you, you know, so listen, just we need to get your, if that job comes through and we'll be praying for that job, $200,000 a year is a pretty good gig, bro. Okay. But you're 27. You can work 16 hour days. It's not going to kill you. Take your vitamins, cut back on your alcohol during that period of time and stay focused. Make sure you take care of the temple. You eat right. You exercise. You got these little things you put in your ears. You can do work while you're exercising. Yes. Yeah. Are you exercising? Yeah, I exercise three to four times a week. All right. Well, how about six days a week? Okay. That's what I do. Six days a week. What time do you get up in the morning? Uh, lately, it's been like seven. That's way too late, bro. That's way too late. Listen, I've bought and bankrupt companies by 7 a.m., okay? You need to get your ass out of bed, okay, every morning on the five handle. That may be 5 o'clock. It could be 5.59 a.m., but you need to get out of bed every morning on the five handle. This is five days a week or seven days a week, actually, even on Sunday. And why, why do I want you to get out of bed early, Cole? Uh, because then I have more time. Yes. And you get it. You get ahead of it. Listen, if you, if you can own, if you can control your morning, you can own the day. How many times, and I got to tell you, I've been here. How many times have we stayed out too late? Maybe have one drink too many. And all of a sudden, yeah, the alarm goes off at seven. You mash it again for 10 minutes and you mash it again. Next thing you know, it's nine o'clock. And you think, man, I missed it. I miss, I feel yucky. And I'm not just talking to you. I, this is the way I used to do. And some of you listeners out there are thinking, that's me. Stop buying a lie. I don't care if you go to bed at two o'clock in the morning, get up at five. Does it hurt? Yeah, it does. And listen, none of this stuff is easy. Cole, listeners, none of this stuff is easy. But guess what? Here's a new slash. It's not supposed to be easy. You think making a million dollars is easy? People think, oh, I hear it all the time. I want to be a millionaire. I want to be a billionaire. Listen, grow up. You know what it takes to be a millionaire, a billionaire? It takes hard, hard work. You got what it takes. You And the reason I asked you how much money you have when you came down here, and it's all relative, I get it, but that was awesome. You had money in the bank. You had all your bills paid, and you trusted the Lord. You stepped out. Now, look, I don't, you know, you're sitting there, you're sitting here scraping by, eat, eating kibbles and bits. Let's get back in here and let's get back to eating steak and potatoes. Okay. Let's get back in here and have it, having the good glass of wine instead of having the, you know, the box wine. Let's get it out here because you deserve that. And also you need to take care of yourself and enjoy yourself. You've got, you've got prosperity. You've got victory all over you, Cole. I know you, you do. And, you know, and is it so you you're probably thinking, well, McIntyre, which one do I do? Business or women first? Or my, you know, date finding my wife? Yes. Yes. And every and and, and God's ahead of all that, you know. 
and pray and be tithing and sow a seed and be into that because you're at 27 here, man, in 10 years, you could have whatever you want. You know, you've got things going on. You could be in mission trips. I know you love Jesus. You want to help out other people. You want to bring, bring that. And like I always say, you know, it takes money to do those things. Also, it's nice to have a good wife with you to share these things with having children that you can share this fortune that God's given you. He's given you a lot. All right. Is any of this landing? Yeah. Okay. All right. And I love the way you talk. You talked about here your relationship with your mom has suffered in the past uh, due to some dependency issues. And uh, have you been? Have you gotten help on that? Have you gone to any any therapy on that? Any of that, Cole? Yeah, I've been going to therapy for years. Come on, uh, man. I stopped uh, when I when I moved to Texas was the last mm -hmm. time I saw my therapist. But um, yeah. Okay, so I the only reason I know this, my mother uh, was raised by an alcoholic, and she goes to Al-Anon. I don't know if you ever heard of that organization or not, uh, but it's generally for children that have been raised by alcoholics. And so it, it might be something you might want to check out. It's kind of cool. Uh, it's not for everybody, but it could be. And there's other things, too. Uh, I know in our community, we've got a lot of people that are really good with EMDR and some other things, too, that you can check out. The other thing is, I love that you talk to your dad. I'm really proud of you for stepping into that space, man. And I know it wasn't easy for you to step into that space. And that really showed you that you're, that showed me that you're a man of action, that you want to go to that next level, that you want more. And you stepped into that with your father and it opened up a lot of things, didn't it? Yeah, I did. I mean, I, I still have a lot of questions about it. I mean, uh, we, 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 uh, we talked on the phone, uh, a few times now uh the first time like really was like uh i i think it was on the 15th of august uh we talked for like a few hours uh um and then i i found out i have i found out i have two half brothers um one entrepreneur like same interest in me i've got i've got a whole family i talked to i talked to my aunt in florida um they have a whole family that's like known about me that i never got to meet. And so it just, it's been tough. Like my dad, uh, my, uh, my dad's still into really like bad stuff. Uh, like still does like drugs every day. He's been in and out of prison multiple times. And so like me reaching out was like part of my closure and like part of my like relationship and like my commitment, like to Jesus is like mm -hmm. closing that, like giving him forgiveness. Like what I realized was more about the man of God that I am, then, then if he deserves it, but like, now that I've done it, it's like, now, like he wants a relationship with me. And I just, I don't know what it's like to have a father. So I don't feel like I'm missing it. Right. You know, like, like, and so I don't really want it. It's not that I feel closed off. Like I'm still like, I've got this grudge. It's just that it's just that I don't get it. Like, I don't know how that relationship would work. And like my, my extended family and stuff like they want to be in my life now. And I don't feel like I'm missing family. Like I don't really like, yeah, get, is that wrong of me? Like, I don't think so. No, 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 no. And, and it's a great question, bro. It's really good. And I love, and I forgot about your father's past. And I love that you're sharing that too, because you know, everybody's got issues. Everybody's got a past and, and, uh, First of all, number one, I think it's beautiful that you reached out to your dad. I just think that's absolutely Jesus-like, okay, which is great. Now, does that mean you have to have, you know, you know, uh, an Andy Griffith-like relationship now? No, 
you don't. Uh, in fact, if he's still toxic, and I would I would discourage you from having that relationship until he gets sober. I think that's really important. And you know, you can pray for him and help him and tell him, listen, Dad, you know, until you get a ninety day chip, I'm not going to speak to you, you know, or whatever it is that you know, because you don't need to be around toxic relationships. Nobody should be around toxic relationships. Forgiveness is good, and you've done that, and you've cleared it with your dad. I'm proud of you for that. Now, if you don't feel the desire to take anything further, don't. I mean, look, just leave, give it with Jesus, you know. So, you know, just say, hey, Father, just show me if 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 I if I you know give me the desire if there's is if I need to have this relationship with this extended family that I don't know about. Uh, but if you don't feel like doing it, if it's not in you know. Uh, you can always just write them a letter too. You know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. You can mail them a letter and say, look, here's where I'm at. I'm processing this. I'm praying over this. Maybe we'll get together. Maybe we won't. But I just want you to know that, you know, you're in my, you're in my thoughts now. And it's good to know that you're there. Okay. And see what happens, man. I mean, let, you know, who knows? I mean, you just don't know, you know, but I wouldn't force it. And especially with your father, if he's still, abusing drugs and abusing his body, we just pray for him and not be in judgment, but just pray that he gets healthy and gets clean and gets sober. How old is your dad, Cole? Uh, in his 50s. Okay. All right. Where does he live at? Minnesota? Uh, he, no, he lives in Alaska. He moved there after I was born, so I didn't have to pay child support because they have laws that if you live there, yeah. you don't got to pay. I got you. Well, listen, I I... Jesus loves that you called your father. Just know that. Okay. And it doesn't mean that you have to go out there and pals around with him. You know why he's no, that's not that. But I love that you called him. And uh, I had a, I had a difficult relationship with my father too, but I did love him and I did forgive him. And uh, I got to bury him three years ago and I get it, you know, but I, you know, and I got to honor him at the funeral. So I think there's some, you know, the Bible says honor your mother and father. And I did that. And did I love everything my dad did? No. I didn't. And so, uh, but I'm proud of you for stepping into that space, man. It's a big deal. It really is. It's good. All right, bro. So look, you got some things to work on here. And what we'll do, if you don't mind, is uh, we'll we'll touch back base with you here in, you know, 45 days or so and see where you're at. Is that cool? Yeah. So I'm giving uh, you a lot of things to think about, huh? Well, uh, 45 days, I'm supposed to have a car by then. <laughs> that time aren't i i want you to have a car a wife <laughs> you don't need Wait. to be pregnant yet <laughs> hey, you said the wife in 90 days you said the wife oh in 90 okay days. 90 days all right all right 45 is the car <laughs> take one Run step the fast track, baby all right all <laughs> yeah. right but look here's the thing is none of this is going to happen overnight and i don't want you to get wrapped around the axle about that cole i just want you to start I want you to start having affirmations. I want you to put some visions on your, your, and so you can see things. I want you to start praying in this in. Uh, and I know you've got some really good friends here in Dallas and, you know, uh, and have them come up underneath you and have them speak life over you and you should speak life over them. Yeah. And uh, you do this together and you bring this community in. I think you're, I think you're in the catbird seat. You just, you just didn't know. And you felt that you had to have everything exactly the way you wanted to do. But um, yeah, so I don't want any pressure on you on, on any of this. I do want you to go, if this job, if you, this job comes through, great, rock on. But you can also do the business deal too. And if this job doesn't come through, line up another one. Okay. And this, your job right now is to get a job. Yeah. 
Okay. And then when you're not doing that, you're on the computer doing, you know, the pop-up paparazzi or whatever it is that you do and get that going. How can we, how can we support you in that? Um, well, I mean, pop-up paparazzi is like, it's, it's basically, it's this, it's this vision that I got. That's like a culmination of my past in the arts and then what I've done in software. And so the whole idea is to create more opportunities for specifically freelance photographers and like alleviate the entrepreneurial hurdles of like what it means to be a freelance artist. I like so, that. So, so one of the problems of being a freelancer is like these, these creatives, they aren't business owners. They don't know how to build a website, do SEO, do marketing. It's not that they, they don't have the resources. They also don't have, they don't want to do it. They just want to take uh, uh, photos and do their job but then like, how do you get, get discovered? And so the idea is we have a find a photographer directory that photographers, they build a profile, they can upload their work. They can, they can link their Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Vimeo, their email, their, their site, if they've got one, uh, then they can tag the types of photography they do. Then mm -hmm. a guy like you, when you need to find a photographer, you download Papa paparazzi, you don't need to create an account doesn't cost anything. You don't need to enter any information. You can search uh, Dallas. You can see all the photographers in Dallas. You can cool. filter by the type of photographer you're looking for. So if you're trying to find a headshot photographer or an event photographer, you can go then just those photographers that do that type of work show up. You get to see all their work. Well, either they charge $20 an hour or they charge $2,000 an hour. Right. You, like you get to choose, I believe in a free market. Right. Yep. And so like, but there's, but there's no, like, there's like no like entry point, like hurdle, you know, like anyone that can join. Yeah. I love this. And so, so then that's how we generate the opportunities for photographers. Then it's like, well, after you get the opportunity, like, how do you be the business? And so then there's a, then there's a sales distribution platform that, uh, that they can distribute your photos to, through the app. The app automatically applies their watermark to the photos, wow. follows up with the customers. Uh, photographers this. get to choose all the prices. Um, then, uh, then, then when you buy a photo, you can either buy them individually or you can buy a bulk shoot. You immediately get the original full res photos without the watermark, downloaded on your device. Photographer gets paid via direct deposit within 24 hours. Then they have all of your information stored in basically a CRM. Then it keeps tra track of their sales uh, so they can process payments and then taxes at the end of the year they wow. just export a sp uh, spreadsheet like and, and so it so it, it it basically like that's like the whole thing it's it's fine photographers i love and it and for photographers then they get the business side uh, uh, uh without like needing to learn how to do anything man that's incredible i love that it's genius all right so how do we find this place what's that what's the website oh uh you can you can go into the app store you can download oh. pop-up paparazzi it's in uh it's in the google play store and the apple store okay. uh, you, pop uh, you up, can download it it's called pop-up paparazzi yes pop okay. up paparazzi i love it yeah. and so all right so that we get the app then we're then we can start doing this stuff yes yeah yeah all right so, so if you're not a photographer you right. just download it you okay. get and that's it and then you have the directory it shows up okay if you are a photographer there's a sign up button Okay. Then you sign up, you create your account. You'll have to link all of your socials, website, okay. upload examples of your photos, but. Genius. Yeah. All right. So does it matter any place in the country or planet? Anybody can do this? Yeah, it can be any place in the world. 
I love this. Yeah, All right. So yeah, you can also, if you're a photographer in Dallas oh, and you go on vacation to Paris, Mm-hmm. You can sell uh, photos over there. We accept all uh, currencies. It does the conversion. Come on, like, man. This is high-tech, cool stuff, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I believe in it. Uh, <laughs> I do, too. I love it. All right. So, uh, but you can do this and still do another gig until you get this thing, until this thing goes public or goes crazy and make $100 million and selling it, whatever you do. So, uh, I love this. All right. So, listeners. People are watching this. Go check out this pop-up paparazzi. Okay, if you're a photographer, definitely get on this, man. You can start selling your stuff, right? I mean, yeah. it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, that music bed. You ever heard of music bed? Uh-uh. Okay, music bed. The only reason I know this because my son in loves an artist, music artist, and it's you you create music and put it on there, and people can buy your music. You know, it's a mm. it's it's a it's basically a little bit like what you're saying, but I love this pop. Pop up paparazzi. I think it's genius. So, how long has this been in business? Um, so the first line of code was written the second week in October last year. Uh, okay. We didn't have a working product until like uh, January, um, okay. and then we then we launch in uh, we launch in the app store uh, the first week in April, uh, and then we officially launch as a company the last week in July. Okay. Are you taking on any any investors or what? Uh, well, uh, well, I've already got, got three investors. Okay. So do you need, do you need any more? Um, well, it's kind of the scary part of pursuing the business. And I guess it's kind of like when the business started struggling, it was really easy to like, like start doing things and like spending the money in the bank account when you had a long runway. Now that we're getting down, like, that's why I'm like scared because we're not seeing the success or like the scalable success of the conversions. Right. So like now I'm seeing we have less at bats. Right. Uh, so like, like, like we have money in the bank, uh, you know. Uh, of so, course, so you don't need more investors. You're okay. Yeah, not right or, now. Or if you, but if somebody wanted to invest, would you let them invest? Yeah. Yeah. If it was the right relationship and then, right. uh, yeah. And the only reason I'm saying this because I know that there's a lot of people that listen that are entrepreneurs that w- that like to do VC work, and so you know they're venture capitalists, and they you know, or maybe yeah. even some angel investors that might have you know, ten thousand or a hundred thousand or a million dollars sitting around that they say, hey, I'd like that's a cool idea. All right, yeah. so uh, how do they get a hold of you if somebody wants to reach you? Reach you, Cole? Uh, yeah. So, um, so I give my phone number. Uh, no, I, give I me your email address. Yeah, just Cole C O L E then the at symbol, then popupparazzi.com. Perfect. All right, good. Cole we'll put at popupparazzi.com. Yeah, we'll put that in the show notes. So uh, I love your idea and I think it's awesome. And here's what I don't want you to be. I don't want you to be scared, okay? I don't want you to be in fear. Uh, you're healthy, you're handsome, you're in his kingdom and you are okay. You're gonna do great. You're gonna do really, really well, okay? So stop thinking about things because I know you're an analyzer. Okay, I know your genius brain. You got here and you analyze the hell out of stuff. All right, but I want you to be focused on Jesus. Have an enjoyable day. Enjoy yourself. Get up. You better get up in the morning. Okay. In fact, I might even have you start texting me what time you get up. Hmm? Okay. And then and then I'm gonna check you so you don't go back to sleep. Hmm? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna, you're gonna check me? You're gonna FaceTime me like five <laughs> maybe I just might, bro. <laughs> Listen, you know, I'm in this to win this. Are you? Are you ready yeah. to go? 
Yeah. Are you ready to win? Are you ready to yeah. do what it takes? And look, not everybody gets to do what it takes because not everybody wants to do what it takes. People always ask me, McIntyre, what, what's the difference between being successful and being unsuccessful? And no matter what you're doing, whether it's money, relationships, health, whatever it is, I, I, it's real simple. You know, I don't want to do those things. I don't always want to get up at five o'clock in the morning. I don't always want to drive, you know, to a meeting and, and listen to somebody pitch me on something that I'm really not interested in. I'm not always interested in doing certain things. But the difference between because the unsuccessful people don't want to do those things either. The difference is I do them anyway. I, I don't want to go like I'm going to go run after this. I don't want to go run. I don't want to go do a 40 minute run. I don't. Okay. I'd rather go take a nap. <laughs> That's what I'd like to do. Look at my stocks, turn on Fox News and take a 45 minute nap. But I'm going to go run. You know why? Because I want to live. I want to look a certain way. I want to be a certain way. I want to be here for his kingdom. I want to pour into it. I want to be balls out for Jesus in this process and go all the way. And to do that, that requires I have to do things that I don't want to do. And if I offend anybody in that statement, you get to be offended. <laughs> How's that? That's fun. Is that good? That's good. Yeah, right, that's me, good. All right, let me pray for you, bro. Father God, we just thank you for Cole. We thank you for his transparency. We thank you for his authenticity. <laughs> we thank you for his genius, man. And God, uh, we just rebuke fear off him. We rebuke scarcity off him. And uh, we ask for a godly woman to come into his life that gets it in the entrepreneurial aspect. We ask that this job comes in, God, and to bless him in this process. And uh, yeah. This is a this is a a young man after your heart, God. He needs to be fathered. He needs to be uh, blessed, and he needs to be have the courage and the strength like your son Jesus Christ. And we ask for this right now through the King of Kings, the name above all names, Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, our everything. Amen. Amen. All right, bro. Good job, man. Hey, what scripture have you been sitting on lately? Um. I well, I've been all over the place because of the KLS stuff. I haven't been a lot of like that's like we're doing a lot of inner healing, uh, like work work through there, and now we're into like uh, prophecies. So we're in like uh, wow. we're in like Acts two and stuff. So I don't know. That's like that's I don't awesome. have a lot of like scripture on my own time. Like KLS is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I know. All right, what? All right, let me ask you this: Is there any interesting books you've been reading lately? Yeah, yeah, I actually just uh, started one. Uh, I got to meet the author. Uh, okay, it's called the 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 Millennial Samurai by oh, George wow. Chanos. Cool, and it's uh, it's a really cool formatted book. Basically, he's like he's like extrapolated all of these like problems that he sees in society, whether it's like conflict resolution, like party lines, um, like faith like whatever and so there's like there's like 200 chapters in the book wow but like but like the chapters are like maybe only a paragraph you know oh, he'll nice like, like he'll like he'll like talk about like empathy you know and he'll have like maybe a page about it like and he's like this is how you like utilize empathy and cultivate empathy in the 21st uh, century then he'll talk about like the divide between Republicans and Democrats. Like awesome. This is, this is like this is how you should view it. Uh, I love it. Give us the name of the book again. You yeah, want to get it's it? The Millennial Samurai. I love the title, George man. Samurai. I love it. that's a cool book cover, bro. That's good. Yeah. All right. The Millennial Samurai. All right, man. 
Cole, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for submitting yourself to this coaching process through McIntyre at the next level, baby. You're next level. I'm proud of you. Let's cut, touch base here in 45 days, and uh, we'll be praying for you. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.